Bobby Bones post show pre show. Did I just hear you tell Steve that your psychic cousin's coming back on? Mm hmm. That's good. What day? She'll be on Thursday. Huh. Let's see what I got to ask her. Well, up to you. I know, I know. She just nailed some stuff last time, so now I'm nervous. I don't, I still don't think she's, I don't believe in psychics. Me neither. Hmm. Which sounds bad because I want to be supportive of my cousin. I, Kaylin and I were talking about this. Kaylin said she wasn't your first cousin. No, we're not actually related. Oh, I was like, no, what's Amy's first cousin? She's like, no. No, I've told you this before. I don't listen sometimes, but she said, <laughs> she said, uh, no, it's just Amy's close family friend. And I was like, nope, first cousin, blood. Yeah. So I was mm-hmm. wrong. And yeah, but her mom is my Aunt Lisa. I don't know them as anything else. Yeah. That's, no, no. but our moms were best friends when we were little. So I just, that's, I say Aunt Lisa and she's my cousin. All right. Thursday or Friday, we'll have her on. Okay. Up All to right. you. Cool. Uh, Tuesday song. I got my Tuesday sweater on today, by the way. Mm-hmm. All right. Hit it, Raymundo. Eddie's not here to do the, uh, the deal. You'll hear that later, but I'll say, like, I'll just do a little bit of it. Best day of the week, you all know it's my time So I made a song about Tuesday, so happens it rhymes The lowest number of crimes, a super bingo at nine I don't know how you do your Tuesday, this is how I do mine The sun comes up, there's a smile on my mouth Why? Because I love Tuesday, it's the first thing I shout Free Zumba this morning and every Tuesday at five I got my spandex on, it's time to head to the wild Tuesday, HOA Tuesday, housewife's gone booze day, I'm just talking about Tuesday, let's do another verse, it's Tuesday, is my recycling on the curb as I drive off, yup, my recycling's on the curb, I mean Fridays are fine because they're casual and all, but I'm always more productive on my Tuesday conference call, my after work plans, I got my spray tan, I'm drinking lemon water out of me some cayenne, pebbles and bam bam, I'm watching C-SPAN, and then it's two for one at Sonic with the Coney in each hand, I say Tuesday, HOA Tuesday, housewife's going booze day. I'm just talking about Tuesday. Yep, 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 Tuesday. Brown cow goes moose day. Eat some cashews day. I'm just talking about Tuesday. Mardi Gras on, on a, a Tuesday. Tuesday. I go to Krav Maga on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm playing Pokemon on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Came out of my mom on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Thank you very much. This is the post show, the Tuesday edition. Nice to be back in the studio because we can do that. Um, let's look at the uh, draft from yesterday. Boy, I was so dead last in this one. Really? I, I don't, don't even remember what you chose. <laughs> Popping zits. Oh, and I don't even like to pop zits. That's what I get for chasing boats. Um, I have at 3% Real Housewives Popping zits for yourself and others And then junk food You finish next to last, Amy What? People are crazy But you still you still in it And Lunchbox wins uh, With reality TV Scrolling social media And shopping at Target Wow So Cool I will be sitting out the next weeks Hey, I was really embarrassed on that one <laughs> It's fine Losing I don't You'll care. get used to it I'm kind of getting <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm kind of getting a little bored with the drafts, to be honest with you at this point. Yeah. Like, we've been doing it a while. Do we move on? But um, in the lead right now, me, Morgan, and Lunchbox all have seven. Amy has two, and Eddie has one. Uh, Raymundo still has zero. Still looking to get that first win there, Raymundo. Keep trying. Uh, Fight, grind, repeat. Heard that. All right. Hey, what had your dad, by the way? Just a check-in. He's doing good. Um... 
He, I haven't seen him since I got back, but I think that we're going to be able to start doing outside visits. Like t- touching him? No. Socially You distance. can't put him in a big blow-up dinosaur, honestly? Listen, I don't know. I don't know. I don't huh. think so. Nobody's told me that that's the case. I do see it online. I'm like, oh, that's cute. But no, I, I just want to do whatever to keep him and all the other residents safe. So um, they're starting to implement a program where they're going to let us be outdoors with him. But I, I don't know all the rules yet, but there's going to be rules. It's very like a specific time yeah. that we have to book it. So we'll see. I'm I'm hoping to get on the schedule for that soon because – I mean, he's going to be so excited. To be able to go outside? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'll keep you posted on that. Thanks for asking about him. He's doing good, though. Lunchbox, everybody leave your house, all your family? Yeah, they're gone? all gone, man. They're out. They left uh, in the last week, and so it's just the wife and me and two kids. And Does it feel like it's calm now? Oh, it feels so quiet. We're just like, wow, it's so weird because there was nothing but screaming and yelling. and oh. Do you like it? Like so it was gone? Well, yeah, I mean, it's nice to get back and have some quiet and be able to take naps and be able to relax a little bit. When there's that many people there, you can't nap and you can't relax. The only good thing was is whenever the kids would cry, I could sleep in because I'd be like, oh, Grandma and Grandpa are here. They'll just take care of that. Did they? Absolutely. Was that new to you guys to have them around? Just Yeah, because we haven't had any help, so it's just like it's weird having help. And so it's like, oh, man, I don't have to get out of bed. You guys handle that. And were <sighs> they sad to go? Yeah. They drive? Uh, they drove, yeah. They drove in a. They rented a minivan and packed them, packed everybody in the car, and. Boy, driving, man. Ugh, I hate road tripping. You? I don't mind it. It's fine. The, here's the. I do the same thing on road trips that I do at movies. I get a bunch of snacks and I eat them right away. And then the ninety-four percent of the trip, I'm like, I wish I had some snacks. And then I stop at a gas station and buy stupid gas station. And gas station is good snacks, but they're not good for you. Like I buy good snacks. I mean, not tasting good, but good for you-ish. But you just eat them. But then I eat them all in like three minutes. Yeah. And then I'm so stupid. But I do. I've done this my whole life. Eventually, you'd have to learn to not do it. (sighs) Frustrating. I'm frustrating. I frustrate me. All right, we're gonna get going with today's show. We want to put the Brett interview at the beginning of this. Can we do that? Can we just start with the Brett interview on the podcast? Had Brett Eldred's in. Oh yeah, that's cool. He'll start the podcast. You can hear the rest of the show after that. Some. uh, Eddie stuff that happens later. That's pretty crazy. All right. Thank you, guys. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Brett Eldridge. You know, I've been listening to your record pretty much nonstop. It's my vibe, though. Of all your yeah. records, this is my vibe. Because I, like I like the emotional. I like mm-hmm. the instruments. Me too. I, I, I like the slow it down stuff. I had to grow up a little bit to get to that emotion. You know, I had to, like, dig down. I was like, okay. Been singing the young guy songs. I like, grew up, get the emotions out, really pour them out. So the other songs are young guy songs. No, they're not young guys. So I mean, I'm still a young one. guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a young guy. I just feel like I just feel like I'm growing up a little bit, you know. So I'm tapping into those emotions a little deeper now. I you don't feel. have headphones on, but I'm gonna play a clip. I was on the show yesterday talking about my favorite songs from your record. Yeah. And I think I even texted you this. This crowd my mind song. Yeah. This is my jam here. I'm gonna play some of it here. I don't need your smile. I don't feel your heart in every mile. Empty street. Like the piano, the vocal. It was real stripped down when we recorded. It was just uh, me and, and two other guys, and and another guy came in from time to time, Ian Fitchick and Daniel Tash, and they were just, it was just drums sometimes and piano, and that was it, which I loved because. I just, uh, I was like, oh my God, that's what I sound like 
raw. It just felt so organic. That was a, a great experience. That's my jam. By the way, Brett's record's out. This is the first week of it, so yeah. you're going to stream it, you're going to download it, you're going to buy it, like do it this week, looking for a big number. Yeah. We like, then the label's yeah, happy. Everybody's happy. Everybody's everybody, yeah. feeling good. And yeah. it's a good time, too, because I think people are looking to feel things right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want the feel good song, though? This is my other good ah. one. Yeah, yeah, this is the one, too. This is Good Day. This is the track right after that. Okay. It's going to be a good day. I don't know why, but it feels like love's coming my way. And the sun ain't even shining. And the world's going to keep on spinning. Let it keep spinning on my way. I got a feeling it's, it's gonna, gonna be a good day. day. I see. It's awesome. I don't ever listen to Nailed records. It. I mean, I, I listen to a lot of music, but I rarely listen to full albums, and especially when they come out because there are so many. Yeah. But this is like I listened. I've listened to the whole thing like five times. Well, thank you. Like, I'm a, I'm a big fan Appreciate of it. Brother. Uh, Brett Eldridge is here, which is which is pretty cool. You you sat in my seat to host the countdown a couple yeah. weeks ago. It's a nice spot. It is right. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's that's clean. Like, that's like that's the that's the spot. When oh, I, it is. I no, I mean, this I, is the spot. I, no, no. I mean, everybody's got good spots, but I mean, you get the sure. little. It comes around like that. I mean, it's like Doctor Evil's. You get the chair. <laughs> <in it>. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> hey, before I come in, it gets sanitized, and when I walk out, it gets sanitized. Yeah, 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 so it's yeah. also the cleanest spot yeah, yeah. in here. Yeah. So what's that like hosting like a countdown? Whenever you're like mostly like um, the artist guy, playing, getting played on the countdown. It's a. I, I, you're really good at your job, and me, I was, I, I. It's just way different for me. I'm used to just, you know, saying a few words and singing. It's a whole different thing. But it was so cool because I remember growing up listening to Countdowns and and uh, and listening on the weekend. And it's just, it was cool to do it. So I'm, I, I think you had a good vacation. So. <laughs> I did. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I just sat there and worked my worked my tail off for you. And I just worked hard. Yeah. And the, I was looking at the ratings for it. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Really, yeah. No, really we, don't see <laughs> we don't see ratings for a countdown that quick. Uh, but I appreciate like, that. Yeah. What if they come skyrocket? There's well, big. then you, then you can, can do start it. Singing, you can start doing my gigs, all my songs. You already know them now. Well, the thing, too, people were tweeting during it. I told Amy this on the show yesterday. I said, Hey, I'm getting a lot of tweets about how great Brett did on the countdown and like how it's their favorite countdown ever. <laughs> I guess I'm just chopped liver to these folks. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? It's always the, the new hot thing. Yeah. Um, all right, Brett Eldridge is here. He's got a new record. I want you to play the single. I got a lot to talk to you about. Okay. But uh, this is the song that's on the radio now. I'm always curious, though, how what the conversation is because you're at the point now in your career where you can dictate your, 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 where you're going a bit more than you used to could. Yeah. So is do you sit in a room... And did you go, all right, here's the single. We're going to tell the record label to put it out. Or do you all sit together? Like, what happens? Uh, yeah, you sit together and you, I mean, I, I guess actually on this one, my manager and I, John Peets, we, we kind of, he said, we're going to go walk in the woods. We're going to take a walk in the woods. We're going to disappear for a while. We're going to, I'm going to dive deep. And this is when I went and I got the flip phone. I got, you know, I did all the kind of disconnected everything. And, and uh, I was just sending him songs um, and playing him songs. I'd come home, play him songs. And we would just go through stuff and record them just on a phone or in a little garage studio and then we would talk through it and and uh the, the label was really really amazing about kind of giving me the space to make you know I, I wanted to go to a deeper level and so they gave me the space to they weren't like oh it needs to sound like this or you know they didn't get in the way which was really cool and you don't always get that honestly all right here it is this is gabrielle <laughs> 
Hey guys, so because of licensing rules, we can't play anything with music on this iHeartRadio channel or podcast anymore. But you can go to bobbybones.com to see it. We hate that we had to take it down. It wasn't our decision, but I just wanted to keep you up, and we wanted to keep up as much as possible. So uh, go to bobbybones.com to watch or hear whatever you're missing right now. And thank you for listening to the show, and sorry about all the legal stuff. Mr. Bobby Bones. Let me ask you, will it ever be the right time with that? Um, can it still be the right time? That's a really good question. Because if she's yeah, I don't married, think you ever know. I don't think you ever know. You know what I mean? Like I think, I think for the most part, for me, it's the the symptom of the song is like, I think a lot of us have a, have had a relationship where we look back and we think, what was what what could that have been? You know that that relationship where you're like, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily the one that got away, but you just it wasn't the right time. One one person was all the way there, and one had something going on in their life. Couldn't quite go all the way there. Whatever it was, it didn't quite make the distance. You, and you're just like, I wonder what that person's doing. I wonder. I'm glad that I had that, but you know, I wish him well. I just, I, you know, that's where it left off. You know, I listen to these songs, especially this new record. I'm listening. I listen to the words. Mostly, I don't yeah. give a crap. First, I listen to melody. Right? I'm a mm-hmm. melody person first. Meaning, yep. I, I know a lot of songs, but I don't know all exact words. I was like, right? Because I know a lot of words of songs. But I listen to these, and I hear how you're saying all these sweet things about relationships and girls and women and maturing. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? <laughs> like, because you, you, you know, you're afraid. In these songs, it's yeah. just right on. Like, yeah, you're yeah. nailing it. I'm, feel, well, I'm feeling it's, it. It's so interesting, because in these songs, it's a little, like, there's, uh, I think I used to sing more like, oh, I'm in this perfect relationship, love, I'm in love, you know, falling in love to be the music, which I don't regret any of that. But I think on this record, some of the love songs are more like, there's a song called The One You Need, and it's like, let me be the one you need. Like, I, I, I feel like I'm giving myself the credit now. I'm starting to be like, okay, I could be that foundation for somebody. I could be that, that person for somebody. But it's, Are you there? I'm getting there. I think I'm, I think I'm finally about, I think like over the last couple of years, I finally, I'm really close. Yeah, that's, I like I think, that. I think, yeah. I, like I think you got to you know, step into that place. So. I just got to that place. Yeah. Like a year ago. It's, it's hard. It's hard to get there. I mean, it's... I, I wish it was. I could just make it happen like that. I'm trying. I'm trying to open my heart. That's the whole. That's the whole goal, you know. Go on the Bobby Bones Show now. Brett Eldridge. On your Twitter, you had some videos of you. You ran a half marathon, mm-hmm. but you ran it. It wasn't like there were people clapping on the sides. No markers. You just took off running. Yeah. Which I thought was an interesting approach. Yeah. But you 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 did it for a reason. Which uh, mental health awareness is that right? Yep. I guess though, was it is it hard to just go run? Thirteen miles with nobody cheering you on. Yes, it's very hard, but it's a, it's a mental battle, you know. Like for me, it was it was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. When I get seven miles, I got, you know, what is it? It's thirteen point one miles. So I'm not doing math right now. I got another half to go, and I'm I'm seven in or whatever, a little over six, and I'm thinking, your body, your your mind's trying to give up. You know, it's trying to make deals with you. Your mind gives up way quicker than your body does, but, and so you kind of have to become bigger than your mind a little bit. It's like I was running a race against myself, which I wanted because, um, you know, as we've talked about before, I, dealing with anxiety issues through the years, I would, you have a lot of mental games going through your head. So mental health awareness, you know, at a time like this, you know, I, I was, I knew it was going to get tough and, and, and this, you know, lockdown and everything going on in the world. And so I wanted to find some resilience. So I just ran 13.1 miles. I, I trained, of course. I didn't like to do it overnight, but. Um, I got to the point where uh, I just got addicted to running, and I, I loved it. So, and we raised a bunch of money for for mental health awareness. So, uh, I would I would enjoy having people on the sidelines, 
I think that would be pretty cool. But I think I'm glad I had to do it that, with that way first, you know. And eventually, I would like to do another one with with people. I feel like it would be easier, maybe. Would you do the whole 26? <laughs> would you? Amy's Amy has. You've done it just once. I when I when I was in college. What did you think? Back in the day. Um, it was good. It's it's totally mental. Once you get, I think when we trained, we never, I never ran more than 21 miles in training because our coach was had told us, if you can do 21, you can do 26.2. And it's 90% mental. So, I mean, obviously you can't. You have to so you just got to make the 21 and then the Train. But, I mean, that's what she would tell us because she's like, if you can do that, your body, if, as long as you're in good, you're, everything's working, like you should be fine. But it is so mental. And I do think there's something about accomplishing whatever it is, setting it, setting a goal mm-hmm. and then a- accomplishing it. There was a rush after, I mean, I remember finishing after trying not to throw up at the end. I mean, <laughs> it was really, I mean, it's so hot here. I feel like if you can run a, a half or in Nashville, you can run a lot of places very hilly. But, you know, after that, I felt a very rush and a, and a sense of accomplishment. And just like, I, I was, I hardly ever ran more than five miles in my life um, at a time. And I just ran 13.1. That's a pretty cool feeling. Well, hey, what, seven more? And then that's at 20. And yeah. then, According to my college coach, you're in. You're, you're in. If you could do 20, you'd Did you do bring 26. your sneakers? Let's go. <laughs> What's up with the ring you're wearing? Oh yeah, this is the aura ring. This is not brought to you by. This is just. Uh, this is just. Because uh, you're not a big. You're not a big jewelry guy on your hands. Yeah. But you do have a ring on. What is that thing? The, so it, it tracks your sleep. Um, it has these little sensors on it. It doesn't have a screen or anything on it. Um, but it, uh, it tracks your sleep, tracks your body temperature at night, tracks your uh, heart rate. All that stuff, because you know, I was wearing the, I was wearing an Apple Watch at one point, but I was on stage and I didn't want to be wearing an Apple Watch on stage all the time, and so I wanted to get some kind of ring, and I couldn't find one that fit my ring finger. But then I was like, then I kind of look like I'm a married guy, and I'm not, so I got one right here on my <laughs> finger, and it tracks my sleep, and and it, I'm kind of a, I've struggled with sleep through the years, you know, you and I have talked about it before, but I, I I I feel like if I focus on it, this tells me when to go to bed. Um, when to get up sets what like is, your, okay. your body, your circadian rhythm. It kind of it kind of captures your rhythm and your body. So it connects to an app. Yeah, and then the app tells you, or does it like? Z- yeah, it connects zap to an app. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> go to sleep until <laughs> you go to sleep. <laughs> we're gonna keep shocking. Oh, let's so take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, that's interesting. Wait, what? How can we look it up? Or you are Okay. Oh, by the way, they're not a, a client. Of, you're not. No, I, no, I was no. just generally curious. I, I know, and I'm I'm genu- genuinely curious too. Check uh, it out. They're, I really like it. I mean, it makes me a little obsessive. Like I look at it a lot. But sleep is so important. So important. Sleep and water are the one. two easiest things right. that we don't and we don't prioritize. Put focus on it. Yeah, near the way, way we more, should. Right. Way more things. Work everything before sleep, and sleep's what gives us life. Brett Eldridge is here. I want to just run through these uh, number one songs. I want you to give me one word. Because I'm going to say, because you don't have headphones on. I'm going to say the name of the song. Ray's going to play it. And then when I point at you, you tell me one word that comes to mind when we do the song. Uh, first of all, don't you? Here's the song. I can see you move a little closer, What's the closer, one word? Girl, I gotta get to get to know you, know What's it make you feel? That's all groove. That's a groove. Yeah? That's a straight groove. That was... All right. Here's a beat of the music. What's this song make you think? Yeah? Island. Is this the video? Since you think of pigs. Oh, yeah, swing pigs. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. That's why I see that in my head. Is that the yeah. video too? Yeah. Dang. All right, good. That that video must have worked because I don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. How often do you see videos really? I must have saw it on Instagram. Yeah. Or where I was It was bad lot. before the swimming pigs came popular though. 
Do you back, you, back when people didn't care you that Did that. you popularize swimming pigs? Is that what you're I hope claiming? Not. I really kind of, I hope not. Um, I think someone else did it too. Mean okay. to me. Then I'd be what you mean to me. What do you think about that one? Intimate. Okay. You ever, let me ask you this. I'll ask it in a nice way. You ever smooch with a girl listening to your own song? No. Come on. <laughs> How great is that? Yeah. Answer it. Because these are all super love you can, songs. You can be uh, honest. Uh, I never have. Yeah. I'm, I never have. Okay. I, I, really all right, all right. I would tell you too. I would How tell you. I never upper, have. Uh, have you? To a Brett song or to one of Raging <laughs> Idiot songs? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to one of yours. No, no, because all, all of us are stand up comedy songs. Like hey, I'm songs. just saying it comes on the playlist. Do you... It doesn't come on the playlist though. But, that would be so. But, yeah, well, the, how did that one get on there? <laughs> but, oh, <it> was, <laughs> right, yours could be, you could be listening to like an iHeartRadio mm-hmm. station or a Pandora station yeah. and you're, you're listening to like country love songs yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden you know I want to be that <laughs> song and you just that could happen yeah all it I'm saying happen. is when I mean, it happens just, let us a, know I, I, would, I, would, I think I would lose the moment though yeah. I think I'd be in it and I'd be like I would start feeling weird uh, lose my mind here's this one what's that much make you think about Jagged. Me too. That was the word I had. Just from maybe the picture on the front of it too. Yeah, the album cover was straight jacket, and I, I shot it in a straight jacket. Uh, drunk on your love. I woke up, up still drunk. Back drunk yeah, that one. Just... Which, um, which one of these songs of your seven number ones did you go? Man, that's for sure a hit. And, and then which one did you go? I don't know. Um, I think, uh, I think for sure was. Be the music and drunk on your love. One of those two, like I knew, I just you know sometimes those rhythm, this the the feel of those kind of things just felt like it. Um, and then me, like a song like Mean to Me, you think it's gonna you know connect in a big way, but you don't know. Um, slower, you know. I mean, there's just a lot of things that you got to get through to get that song out there, and and it became like a huge you know wedding song and all that stuff. Dang, I bet you oh, get so offers. Good for that, yeah. Do you get offers to play at weddings for like I have, I super have, rich yeah. people? And yeah, I get, I get offers at weddings. For really fancy weddings, and I get offers from from fans saying we got an open bar. Yeah, come on down. And those are the two you do. And those are the ones that I yes. always want to show up to. Yeah, it's like, that's cr- man. I want like a sultan or a oligarch calls you and goes, "Listen, Mister Elders is Mister." <laughs> oh yeah, has anybody from Russia called you? We, my 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 daughter. She's turning <laughs> twenty two. We give you. Two million dollars uh, on a yacht. Yeah. <laughs> they fly you in. To, that would be I mean, awesome. Like Mariah Carey or something. She does that. Oh yeah. You have so, so many songs though, like I mean, perfect wedding love songs. That would be. That's not a bad idea. I you mean, know, let's just put it out there. Let's put it out to the universe. Yeah, we have a lot of listeners over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the song when I went to my girlfriend's hometown for the first time. Um, like my favorite song that you ever did. Was uh, take me the long way around this town, yeah. your town, mm, yeah. It, which is my favorite song, and, and just because I was always like, man, I can't wait to have someone who I care enough about to know all the all the crap, which ends up being the best parts. Like, because most yeah, people, yeah. I'd be like, I don't care about this crap. I don't want to see yeah. where you played softball in eighth grade, but I yeah. actually did. <laughs> yeah, did care. For the first time, it was the first time in my life because I went to uh, my girlfriend's from a town near near Tulsa, and I was like, hey, let me see everything in your town. And then I think I told you this. I, I played your song and I was like, we played it. It was good. That's my favorite Brett song. Was that not hey. number one? Yeah, it was number one. It's not on here. One, two, three. I think it was. Six, seven. Well, if it wasn't. It was close. It, yeah. I it don't know if it wasn't, but it's was my it favorite. Two? 
It's a Bobby number one. Maybe it was number two. We don't know. I can't remember. You know, some of the best songs don't even make it to number one. It's fine. Amy's now giving hey, you. Thank you for yeah. the, thank you for. I, re, I was obviously heartbroken. So, but Amy's always there for that. She's always there. That. But that's like that's my Brett Eldridge song. Well, like I'm. Pl- I, I love that, I love that turn one. Turn it up. My favorite Brett Eldridge song never even made it to radio. Put me on train. Yeah. Put me on. A, Put me on a runway, one way sky high aeroplane. You know the yeah. one too that people now come out. And go, you know what Brett song I like the most? Because I think they go back into your history is Raymond. Oh, yeah. Wow. Because I don't know that that song did what you wanted it to do when it first it came did. out. It was my very first song. So it was. it was Same album. Yeah. But album. with your success, people go back and then search yeah, everything. Was, which is cool. Especially now. I mean, people like can go find that. That's, well, that's, that's a powerful song, too, man. Yeah, man. That, that's, that's where I talk about vulner, vulnerable. So hard to say. Vulnerable. That song was, I mean, I, when I wrote that, it was about my grandmother. She had Alzheimer's. And uh, well, it was inspired from my grandmother having Alzheimer's, and I wrote it and got it's kind of an emotional way to cope with that. But it was that's kind of like what I wanted to go back to with this new record of getting super vulnerable in that way because uh, it just kind of releases something in you, and, and I think it connects with people. I've got two more things to talk to you about. First of all, your height is listed at six foot four. Is that true? It's true. I think I'm a little more than that. I do too. I was going to say. Why are you playing? I, think, I play mine up. You play yours yeah. down. Oh, somebody played it down for me, I guess. I don't know. Where's it on? Is it on Wiki? It's on everything. It's on... Really? 6'4". Come on, give me a... I think I'm about 6'5". Oh, wow. Maybe a little less. Did you? When did you grow? At what age? Uh, like sophomore year. So I so I played I played most sports my freshman year, and then I w- but I wasn't that big, so I, and I didn't get like the athletic level that I could have been until later, and I had quit several sports at the end of freshman year because... I was like, I want to play music. I'm, you know, my dad, my brother, my grandfather were all amazing athletes, and I was just not that great. Then I got huge, and I was playing. I guess I was never going to go pro. So, like, or, or now, you go back and you try. Oh, you Michael Jordan. We make a movie. You, oh yeah, they a, make a documentary. documentary. Yeah, that'd be. Who's in? Are you guys investing? Everybody? We're not investing. <laughs> okay. uh, the other thing I'm going to ask you is, <laughs> by the way, Brett's got a record out. It came out this week. Check it out. Um, it's called Sunday Drive. I'm going to talk about the song because this is an interesting story, and I brought it up whenever you posted it on Instagram. Uh, Ray, play a little bit of Sunday Drive, please. Just watching the world through an open window. Trees lined up like dominoes. This old car could find its own way home. It's the ordinary things that mean so much. And this whole song is about, you know, something that you just kind of take for granted it's a Sunday drive but now it's really important to you it's like yeah. that's that's the thing that matters the most was that Sunday drive but it's the only song you didn't write yep now you were working in a for a record label here in town mm-hmm. and what was your job there I was working for a publishing company so I, I oh, was which is different uh, that's for songwriters yeah okay, songwriters so, right. so uh, like uh, this is where you go write songs for a living I guess would uh, and I was I was working in the basement as a uh, they call it the tape room um, it was like a dungeon-looking kind of room, and um, I would just transfer CDs, MP3s on the hard drive so they could have all the artists' database. And I heard this song, you know, college days, and um, I loved it. I was just completely taken away by the depth and emotion of it and how it felt really like it related to my life. And I, I kept it, like I kept it in my email inbox, and I held on to it for Wait, should you have done that? Was that against the rules? I, I th- no, I think because people pitch songs and like, no, I, I could have done that. All right. I could have done that. I, I think somebody at the there told me about it too. And so 
uh, which I'm sure they're glad they did now because it, it never got recorded through any of that. But yeah, I, I would hope like artists would put it on hold and uh, other artists would look at maybe recording it and then they they never did and I would just never tell anybody about it. I was like hoping one day I'll get to record it and then I got to this record that was way more reflective. It's a very reflective song and uh, uh, it was kind of serendipitous. It kind of was the right moment to record it and it was very full circle. It's a cool story. Who... Did you see Almost recorded it? Do you know? Uh, Do you not want to say? I don't say Okay, it, right. all right, all right. All right. <laughs> That's all the wheels turning. That's all the wheels turning. It is interesting, though, that even in the your early days or college days, that a song like that struck you. Yeah. And that you, yeah. I just, but I, I just, yeah, it was not, strange. Not that it shouldn't, but where you were, and then it took you however long to get back to it. Lena, there's a lot, the, the third line talks about it. Your parents hold her, and you're helping them to the back seat, and and uh, I was just completely destroyed by that. My parents are pretty young now, but still, you, you we're all growing older. You know, it's that's the that's what time does. You know, and and to take each moment and make it count, kind of thing, is what I think the message of the song was, and it really just grabbed a hold of me. And so uh, I, I sang that song in the studio. I got to the third verse, I completely lost it, and I had to, I just started bawling. I stepped back from the microphone, and. Uh, and the piano player, Ian Fitchick, he kept playing, and he finished the song. He was really emotional, and I went in and hit that last verse, and that was the take. It's in one take like that. Nice. So that was that was, a, that was a deep one. Is that the only song you ever cried on? I think so. I think that's, yeah, for sure. I still have trouble. I did a little live stream for my album launch the other day, and I, I was tearing up, thinking my parents were, because I knew my parents were watching me on the other side of the screen, and you could feel that emotion, and just and it was just it's heavy, but in a good way, you know? Yeah, that's a good story. I knew we'd get one out of you. All right. Yes. All right. At least one. Let's, we probably got one. <laughs> let's do, uh, let's play one of the hit. By the way, check out um, Sunday Drive. I love it. It's it, it, For me, That's it's my jam. I, I'll play a little bit of Paris, Illinois, because this is Ooh. the end of it, and there's like, you know, it's, it sounds a little different. Paris, it Illinois does. sounds a little different. If yeah. I had my choice, I'd be in Paris, Illinois. A little bit of that old school Sinatra stuff you yeah. like. I, I, Check it out, Sunday Drive. All right, let's play one of the, the number ones here. How okay. about, hmm, let's do Wanna Be That Song. Can I request that one? Yes, you can. All right, Brett Eldridge is here. He's going to play us out with Wanna Be That Song. Playing you out. Here we go. Here he is, in the flesh. All right, check out Sunday Drive, his new record. Uh, I endorse it. Brett, yes. good, good to see you, bud. Good to see you thanks for Thanks for coming by. And I know we're on vacation on Friday when your record was out. On release day, sorry we couldn't do this then. It's all right. Well, as long as it's in the first week, it's all the same. You try it's to all get the same, man. Right it's now. all the same. As long as we get to sing, it's just fun to sing right now. I don't really get to do much of that song. Amy, you anything you want to say? No, I really like your. I just encourage people to get the album. I love it. Good days. Yes. Yeah. Good day. Yeah. Good day. Yeah. Sorry, I added an S. It, it makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right. That Brett, might be my favorite from the album. Probably single two. Yeah, but, yeah. That, Who knows? I was yeah. thinking nobody ever listens to my yeah. single picks. Though that always makes me so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this could be anything. Yeah, that would be a good second one. All right, a little more. Well, thank uh, you all for uh, having me. Good to see you, Brett. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Morning studio. Morning. Brett Eldridge will be in later today. He's going to play a couple songs too. He's got his new record so good. I was uh, talking about it yesterday a little bit. 
Where do I start? I saw Chick-fil-A was voted best uh, chain restaurant again for the sixth year in a row. And then when you say that, the haters come flying out. Let me explain to everyone why Chick-fil-A is so good. It's because it's good, it's cheap, and the service is great. It's not, if you just put the food out against a crazy fancy place, you're not going to go, well, this is the best food. But for the price point, it's fantastic. That's why. It's clean, it's good, it's cheap. Friendly. Yeah. And so that's why Chick-fil-A wins. Anytime you say anything's fantastic, people want to be haters. Go, oh, it's not the best. But it didn't win because it absolutely is the best tasting, period, by far. That's not the, it's just best overall. And I think when you can go in with $10 and buy two people a meal and it still be pretty good, that's, that's why it wins. And you love the fries. Oh yeah, and I love, but and I also love the the chicken sandwiches. I could go there. Yeah, I me would too. choose if I had to choose one yeah. fast food place to go to for the rest of my life. Probably be Chick-fil-A. Yeah, but it's a chain, so it's not just fast food, but chain. But I mean, Taco Bell would be a close second, Oof. and they're open on Sundays. I tell you, because I guess I just wouldn't eat on Sunday. Best chain, yours is. I'll go Chick-fil-A. Lunchbox. Oh, McDonald's. Pound for pound? Pound for pound. Because, again, cost is a factor in this. We're yes. not just going best tasting. Right. Because right. Chick-fil-A, I, I, I can do without the fries. Like McDonald's, I can get the burger and fries. Chick-fil-A, I just throw the fries away. Oh, my gosh. Man, it's Chick-fil-A or if it's a burger, Wendy's is really strong. I, they don't have the best fries, but their meat is really good, and they got the frosty and then pretty good fries. But Chick-fil-A, is, I, for me, I would think I would pick them, too. I'd put Olive Garden up there, too. It's a different kind of chain. You just went up a notch, though. Yeah. Yes, I did. And it costs a little more, but you're getting better, and it doesn't cost a whole lot compared to the others. Mm-hmm. Like, we went to Carrabba's the other night, and I don't, I've been to Carrabba's enough. I like Carrabba's. Caitlin loves Carrabba's. And she was like, I know the whole menu. Olive Garden is, she's a big Olive Garden fan, too. Olive Garden's my jam, though, when it's, because they're both kind of Italian. Not kind of. They both are. It's probably <laughs> yeah. fully Italian. Yeah. I, I guess I haven't been a whole, whole lot enough to know. Yeah. Um, but Olive, I'm going to go Chick-fil-A, Olive Garden. I love In-N-Out Burger. Oh. Because it doesn't cost that much. And I like the meat a lot, but it's not in enough places. Regional. Yeah. I'm going to go, as far as chains go, I'm going to go Chick-fil-A, Olive Garden, I do like Outback. It costs more. I get it. But for like Fancy Night or Red Lobster, Fancy Night Out, Red Lobsters, we went there again. You know, they don't keep the lobsters up front anymore. Why? People don't want to see what they're going to eat. Or Corona. I don't know. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. I don't think it has to do with Corona. What would Corona <laughs> have to do with the lobsters being up front? If people put their hand in it. There's nobody in the lobby to see it. Oh, okay. And that's why it was a presentation thing, maybe. I don't know. But they didn't have it. We went the other night. I feel like PETA probably complained or something. Well, they've been doing that for a long time. <laughs> you can always call our, our line, too. If we don't answer, there's a voicemail. Leave it. We check them every day. 877-77-BOBBY. For example, Amy, this is a clip about you. Here you go. I just want to make a comment. Please tell Amy, don't yell. What? And I use y'all's uh podcast. I listen to it every day when I walk. So tell her to stop. It's kind of startling. Anyway, love the show. Love everybody on it. Thanks for listening. 
Amy, thoughts? Wait, I can't go, what? But Ray can go, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Which well, I love when Ray does that. And I I will work on that if it's annoying. I don't, I don't think it's that annoying. But okay. I just want you to hear, because yesterday someone said that they were really annoyed with me when I eat a cookie. And I'm like, ugh, I have to go on a diet for eight months. Mm-hmm. So you can all also call and share what a thing we do that's annoying. Totally. Because we thing. need, we, I welcome constructive criticism. Yes. She was super nice about it. So that was fine. She wasn't rude. Yeah. So I can appreciate the criticism. Okay. I don't know if appreciate it, but understand. No, I can. No, I've got, I've matured a lot. Nice. I can appreciate it and know, okay, maybe that is annoying. I should work on it. Or maybe I shouldn't startle people. 877-77-BOBBY. You showed your kids Back to the Future? Yeah, and they loved it. Where is it now? What do you mean where? How'd they watch it? Oh, we were in Colorado and like where we were staying, my brother-in-law, he has all the movies. Like DVDs? DVDs. And so he has a little movie room and they just go in there and they watch it. Actually, he has a Back to the Future poster up in the movie room and they're like, we want to watch that one. So they put it in and we watched the first one and then they watched a little bit of the third one. So they really enjoyed it. It was so good. And I love that they loved it because... It reminded me how good it is, and I like that they can go back in time and still enjoy. That's how you know a movie's good, because it holds up. You know, I watched The Princess Bride with Caitlin recently. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen it. It's from the 80s. I really enjoyed it. it for an 80s movie, one. it yeah. held up pretty well. Uh, Mount Rushmore of 80s movies, if you're having to do four of them. I would for sure have to go Dirty Dancing, Steel Magnolias, Top Gun. Oh, Top Gun, good one. And Goonies. Huh, okay. Mine are going to be Karate Kid. Did you ever watch Karate Kids? Good one, yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I have not watched that. One of my favorite movies of all time. Because I learned a lot, too, because they go back through time, mm-hmm. and they see all the famous people, like Socrates, Billy the Kid. It's. I wonder if your kids would like that one. I'll, I, ha- I have it on my list of things to watch eventually in life. Beetlejuice. Is on my Mount Rushmore of 80s movies. Did you ever watch that with Michael Keaton? Yep. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And then either Commando. What is that? My The first action movie I really liked was Arnold Schwarzenegger. You never saw Commando? No. And I, don't make me. Yeah, I think I'm going to get... No, I'm not going to make you. I think okay. I'm going to go Commando. Karate Kid, Commando, Beetlejuice, and Bill and Ted. And Ours again, are totally different. We were movies. so young, though, because we were born in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we didn't match any, huh? Mm-mm. I didn't put Princess Bride on there. I didn't put Back to the Future because we were talking about it. Yeah, those are good. Did you ever see Neverending Story? Yes. Did you like that? Loved it. I thought that's what I was watching when I was watching Princess Bride. The big it, white dog. Well, I kept asking her, where's the dog? Mm-hmm. She was like, what are you talking about? That's Neverending Story. Different. Are they about the same thing? No. Uh, the Batman came out with Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Eh. You didn't like that? Well, I don't know if I've seen it, but I mean, I don't want to. Mm. Mad Max, the original one with Mel Gibson. Tina Turner was in that one, Lunchbox. Yeah, I know. It's a good movie. You have a favorite 80s movie? Uh, yeah, I have Coming to America. <gasps> good one. Or Stand By Me. Oh, oh those Stand are by so good, too. good. Yeah, that's a good one, too. The Any, Leeches. The, yes, oh. that's yeah. why. Anytime I think of Stand By Me, I immediately go to the Leeches. And you don't even have a wiener. You're right, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have a wiener. Yeah. Well, that, Has but, anybody have had Leeches here I on did, them? Yeah, of course. You have? Uh-huh. I haven't. The n- never that look like that. Our, the leeches in Arkansas that when we would be places were like smaller and oh. rounder. But we had leeches. They'd be like, oh, you got a leech. Like no big deal? No, it was a big deal. But it would be like getting a big tick. Sea ticks were pretty common. 
but when you get a like a big tick, that's a weird one. But now ticks are crazy because people get Lyme, Lyme disease. disease. I know. Like we never thought ticks about Lyme disease as a kid. Yeah. Nobody's even getting Lyme disease where I was. And we had ticks all over. Maybe it's a different. Well, maybe of- they were, but they didn't know that's what they had wrong with them. And because I mean, some doctors or people, I don't know, don't believe that that's a real disease. What? They don't. I swear. Yeah, it's a thing. Like there's people that have it that so are the same like, people that thought that Wayward. What was the name of that? What's the name of that company that? that were, Wayfair. Wayfair was selling things, chi- selling kids, trafficking. Listen, Did you see how that even started? Yes, it was I someone see. on Reddit going, "What if?" Right. It wasn't even a real thing. Okay, I, I yes, I know things spread on the internet. I just know that I follow a couple people on Instagram that have Lyme disease, and they sometimes will have to stand up for the fact that they have it. And it took many, many years to even find a doctor that would help diagnose them properly. People don't even think dinosaurs are real. Some people don't. There are what. Yeah, I, but this is like people, they really have a disease. I'm saying even doctors don't can't help them and they don't think that it's real. Hmm. Like you haven't seen that? Mm-mm. That's why I was blown away by it. That's why I started going dinosaurs. When I bring dinosaurs into the argument, you know I've been shocked. Yeah. I'm very excited about a new TV show starting as far as shooting it. Mm-hmm. It's a show on Nat Geo. We're doing 16 episodes. It's called Breaking Bobby Bones. And I go and find people with stories similar to mine that come from backgrounds that some people would think were rough. And then now they do crazy cool jobs, much like my story. And so we were going to go out to Idaho, outside of Boise, next week. And just got delayed. It's just all the COVID restrictions. Oh, it got delayed? Mm -hmm. So now that's a later one. We're doing like three episodes away now. In a couple weeks. I'm not sure if I can share these details, really. But in a couple weeks, I'm going, there's a, a female wrestler who wrestles in like the women wrestling. Uh, oh, I didn't tell you what the other guy did too. He's a blind kayaker. And I was going to train blind to Whitewater Rapid. What? I know. And I'll share with you guys this stuff until they tell me not to. But that was the first episode. I have to train blind, like with this blinded mask. And then, because he, he's a blind kayaker who goes through crazy whitewater stuff. Well, how do you know if you're approaching a rock? That's what I was going to find out. So like I hear his story. Hmm. And then I try to do what he does. That's very scary. So, also, you're going to wrestle a girl? Or as a girl? <laughs> Something <Or> like that. <laughs> Both? I, yeah. So, I go and she's a, a female professional wrestler for like a women's wrestling organization. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go and, again, not quite sure, but I'm going to go and wrestle. Okay. But now that's the first one coming up in a few weeks. But everybody's, all the COVID restrictions, which I'm happy. Like, I'm not happy our show is delayed. But I'm happy that people are trying to be as secure as possible Yeah. with who's getting on sets and stuff. I did read a story, too, that half of recovered COVID-19 patients have heart damage. You know, they know so little about this right now. And I'm not going to stay on this. This is the only time I talk about it today. But they know so little about it, that it, and it changes so fast. But that's why it was called the novel coronavirus. Because it's brand new. And people would come out early and go, hey, we think this is going to be. And some of it was right, some of it was wrong. But that's just because it hasn't been tested enough. Studies show half of recovered COVID-19 patients have heart damage. They're continuing to find out more and more. You know, and they think, not to get anybody down. My only consistent thing I say about it is take care of yourself. Don't depend on anyone to take care of you. Go out, wear a mask if you're around folks. Wash your hands. Stay away from folks if you can. But take care of yourself, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. You keep your hands out of your mouth. Yeah. That's the hard one for me. I keep my hands out of my eyes and my nose and my mouth. 
Yeah, and I think for a lot of young people, including myself, because I've had these thoughts, well, okay, if I get it, I guess, you know, I think that I'll be fine, but there's so much that we don't know and everybody's body's reacting differently that it's like, two, maybe you recover, but 10 years from now, maybe you have some side effects in your heart or other organs that are a result of you having it that maybe you wouldn't have encountered at this that point in your life. So you still should be concerned about whether or not you're going to get it. Well, it's what school's going in. I hope kids get to go to school. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's a single person that doesn't want kids to go to school. But, right. I, you know, and as everyone's going, well, the kids have immune. What about the teachers? Yeah. That's what I think about, too. Like a teacher who isn't getting paid enough anyway. And they have to go and they, in and And they're sacrifice. going in. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous to them. What about a 55-year-old teacher, a 70-year-old teacher? Mm-hmm. So... We all want kids to be in school. I mean, you're, you have two kids. You want them to be in school. Absolutely. I know that they're, I mean, because we're not set up as a homeschool family. I think for certain people, homeschooling works. But for my kids, we're, it's a major setback for us. Big time. Socially, emotionally, them child develop, their development, like their social skills, like a lot of it, not just even the, the learning part. It's like all of them being a kid part. But... It's setting us back. Like, yeah, so I want them in school, not just for the education, but for what it does for them emotionally and socially. Because I see that the difference in them just being in our house all the time. No, my point is the but isn't about your kids. It's like, but you don't want them just running back to school. Correct. Yeah. No. I mean, we'll keep them at home as long as we need to until it's safe. You're correct. I mean, if we can give billion dollars to airlines, we can give billions of dollars to schools and let them. Try to figure it out. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep your, keep your fingers out of your mouth. It's a big one. That was I was talking about that Gabby Barrett sucked her thumb until she was. That's who I was talking about earlier. Oh, until she was how old? Eighth grade. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Everybody's got their thing, but uh, Gabby Barrett said that she sucked her thumb until the eighth grade. She had to stop because it was messing up her two front teeth so bad. That's what I try to tell my daughter. She doesn't believe me. She still. Yeah, but hers is a, it's a soothing thing for her. She did it at the orphanage. I'm not shocked that she's 13 and still does it. That's why I'm like, eighth grade, that doesn't seem that weird. Because now that I have kids, like there's a lot of stuff that happens. You just think 13 is a lot older than it is, but it's really still young. I peed the bed till second grade. Mm. I think that was just emotional stuff more than it was anything else. Trauma. Um, And then biting my nails, I've been fighting that my whole life. And so I've determined I'll never quit biting my nails, but I can always wash my hands more. True. And it's not eliminating all. I don't know how y'all do that. My husband bites his nails too, and it's disgusting. I don't think it's great either. You're acting like I think it's wonderful. Well, I don't. you keep doing it. But I doesn't mean I like it, you know? <laughs> That's my vice. Uh, what do you do? What do you still do? I pull my hair out. Mm-hmm. This has come up twice in two days you're pulling your hair out, huh? Well, that's what I do. And, and, but in fact, it came up when we were with our family last week. We were talking about how I now they see me just pulling it, like just pulling at it. I don't pull it all the way out. But occasionally, because I had to, I was getting, I was getting a bald spot, so I had to stop. And now I just pull it. But occasionally, I rip it out, and it feels so good. <laughs> don't judge me ever again for biting my fingernails. <laughs> what? Don't judge me ever again. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Kimberly from Little Big Town talked about her favorite family heirloom. We have in my family a beat up Bible. The binding's fallen off. Some of the pages are just stuffed in there still. 
in the front is written the births of all the children since the mid-1800s in our family. And some of the children weren't even named because they lived a day or two. And, oh, it's so special. It's such a treasure. Mark and Midland remembers being banned from meeting George Strait from his mom. The first time we played for George Strait, I got a little too excited and proceeded to drink almost an entire bottle of tequila by myself, waiting to meet George Strait. And it was a combination of Jess, Cameron, and my mother that sent me home before George came down. It's pretty embarrassing when you get sent home by your mother at a George Strait show. Miranda Lambert is a big fan of fellow country artist Tennille Towns. I think that she is very special. She's one of those songwriter career type artists. Um, I feel like she could make a you know an amazing catalog because of her, her lyrics and what she's not afraid to say. She doesn't write conventional love songs. She writes about things that are a little hard to hear sometimes, which I think is amazing. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. This lady in Nebraska is on the way to her daughter's wedding. She's been an ER nurse for 35 years, and she sees a big car wreck right in front of her. And she's like, oh, my goodness. She jumps out of the car, and she runs. There's this woman gravely injured. She opens her airwaves until paramedics arrive, and they lifelight her to the hospital where she survives, shows up to her daughter's wedding 10 minutes before the start of the wedding, no blood on the dress. Wow. So she saved a life and then got to wear the same clothes to the wedding? She was in her dress on the way to the wedding, and she showed up and goes, sorry I was late, had to save a life. <laughs> Did she really say that? That's what her daughter said when she said, she said when she walked into the wedding, said, sorry I'm late, and boom, saved a life. That is awesome that she was able to stop and save her. Dang, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Jupiter, Florida. A 41-year-old man wanted to be the cool dad, so he has a 12-year-old stepdaughter, and he's like, here, you want to drive the car? Keep going faster, faster. Got the car all the way up to 85 miles an hour when they got pulled over. Wow. 12. 12 years old. So does he get in trouble? Yeah, he gets in trouble because he wanted to be the cool father and letting her drive. And he's not even the real father. He's just dating the girl's mom. But he says, I'm kind of like the stepfather. Kind of like the stepfather. But I'm saying, does he get the ticket or does she? Do we know? I know he does. He got arrested for child endangerment and all that. And I drove when I was 12, but never on a highway. It was a dirt road. Which I'm not saying is right. But yeah, but you grew up in a rural area. I think a lot of people that grew up like you did drove at a young age. Yeah. And mine you, was mostly to chase dogs, deer yeah, dogs. Yeah, I mean, you had to. Yeah. You were doing it. Like, I didn't drive till driver's ed. Uh, we had we got permits at 14, though. I didn't have my permit till 15. So I think that was just the state difference, though, too, yeah. huh? Yeah. All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Yesterday, Eddie wasn't here because he went to Florida, got sick. He got a COVID test. Today, Eddie's not here. We were going to quarantine him, but he's still feeling bad, right, Eddie? Yeah, I'm not feeling better, guys. Like, I, I, I feel like now I, I can add body aches to this thing. Oh. Now, body aches that is, is a sign not that is not allergies. Oh. Right? Yeah. <gasps> I, don't, I, I have no idea, but, like, I don't know if I'm just tired or what because I've been in bed for two days straight. So that could be it, but I don't know. I don't feel any better. People Both say Amy they, and Lunchbox are looking oh. at me like Eddie's got corona. Yeah, because people say they're, they're just exhausted. Yep. And Can't they, get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Now, Eddie hasn't sat in that chair since he left because Morgan's running cameras right now, right? Yeah, yeah. So am. you're okay with sitting over there in his spot? Yeah, I better be. I mean, <laughs> I'm hoping so. <laughs> Eddie, do you think you have corona? 
No, I, I honestly don't think so. Oh I've my been gosh. so careful that I don't think that I can have it. I mean, I just really think it's a bad case of a sinus infection. But I feel like, Eddie, there's tons of people out there that got it that weren't being reckless or irresponsible. They were being careful, too. It just happens. You don't have to go to Kid Rock's Bar and Grill right. to get it. Yeah. <laughs> you can right, just get I'm, it. I know, but I was not around people. Like, I've anytime I had to go around people, I wore a mask. And I don't, I mean, I'm assuming that's what you do. Well, oh, you don't have your results, right? No, I do not. I mean, they, they told me they will call me if I test positive, and they will email me if it's negative. So I've been checking my email nonstop. And it's hitting refresh, 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 refresh. Yeah. <laughs> Florida added another 12,600 cases yesterday of corona to bring their total up to 282,000. Yeah, I feel like you just go there and breathe. <laughs> And Eddie went there for vacation. Even if you're out there in the ocean. And let me shout out to, we to love all Florida. of our Florida listeners. Tampa, we, yeah, we love Tallahassee. You. Like it's this a is joke. this is no shot in, no. in any way because we are not in a place that's doing great either. No. But yeah, Florida record cases, and they're like, let's just open up Disney World too. Let's just have at it. <laughs> Florida's like, man, we might as well win everything. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I, I feel like. I got to Florida on Tuesday. I started feeling sick on Friday. I don't know how quick this thing works, but I mean, that's that's okay. That's in the early part of the range. Okay, because I'm feeling like if I do have Corona, it could have been somewhere here in Nashville. No, now you're just trying to get out of the fact that you went to Florida during (laughs) a vacation. I'm just saying that's not a hundred percent. Well, nothing's a hundred percent, Eddie. Yeah. I hope you don't have Corona. Oh, I hope so too. So if he does have it, that means he has to stay home for like six months. No, it means six he has months? to no that means he has to stay what? home until two negative tests. Oh wow. Ray, why are wow. your eyes so big? I mean, not saying that I predicted this, but he did choose yes. COVID Bay over Mandalay Bay in Vegas. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> COVID Bay. <laughs> did you make that up just now? I mean, obviously, I've been thinking about it for when he was going to come on. <laughs> Ray's home last night going, well, when they bring Eddie on, he's writing options. Oh, All right. oh man. I'm, I'm a big punching bag for these two. I know it. Yeah, oh, yeah, you are. Um, I mean, because you made us feel so guilty about going to Vegas and how irresponsible we were, and then here you are, laid up in bed, can't get out of bed. Eddie, body can, I, can I ask you a question? Yes. Can you taste things still fully? Yes, I can taste and I can smell, and I don't have a fever. But everybody's symptoms are different. That's true, but, I mean, the tasting and the smell things are, are, are big signs. Mm-hmm. If he'd have said no. Yeah. Well, we'll get the results I, soon, or he will. I mean, my head just hurts really bad, and 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 that's just what makes me think it's a sinus infection. Do you get sinus infections often? Twice a year. Do you get them from the water? Not, I don't know. I mean, I haven't put that together. Does this feel like it has in previous years if you get it twice a year? Yes, minus the body aches. Are you isolated from your family, or are they you still having them bring you soup? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm in my room. I haven't left my room. I'll go down to get water or something, but no, they don't come in to see me. I'm trying to keep my distance as much as possible. And when did just you get, what day of the week did you get the test? I got it Sunday. No, 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 Saturday, Saturday. Okay, so Sunday, Monday, today's Tuesday. He should have it in the next couple days. Because you got yours how many days after? Uh, two days, 48 hours. Are you answering calls from unknown numbers, though, Eddie? Uh, yeah, I mean, my, just you guys. No one's really called me, just you guys. Will, okay. they, will they call you with your results, or did they well, email just, you? No, they what? just said he'll call oh, sorry. if it's yes. They'll email if it's no. Gotcha. That's right. Well, we're thinking about you. 
Thank you, man. I miss you guys. I really want this to come negative so I can get over this crap and get back to work. Well, and if it's negative and you get over that crap, you also know you don't have it and it's not asymptomatic too, which is a good thing. Right. Because who knows who has it and just isn't being affected by it. I gotta right. get, I'm getting a test tomorrow because I have to do a full physical for National Geographic. For I'm starting to work for them. And so I have to get a full physical and I'm getting a COVID test while I'm there. I tried to get online and go to like a Walgreens or CVS and click it because they have all these options. And it goes, okay, I, I mentioned this earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Or, just, or they're like, do you have a symptom? And I was like, nope, can't, don't have a test. And they're like, do you have oh. a symptom? And I was like, <laughs> they're like, okay, we can probably see you. <laughs> so you just lie and say you have a symptom. You get tested. Not that you're encouraging. No, that. no, of course not. Okay, Eddie, uh, be good. Be safe. All right, thanks, guys. All right, thanks, there y'all. he is, our producer, right. Eddie, who may have COVID. Wow. Uh, what do you think, yes or no, Amy, if you're betting? Yes. I'm, I'm going to bet no. I'm just going to say it now. I'm going to bet no. You say. Well, I don't want to put out the bad vibes. It's no, it's no vibe. Yeah, if I had to put money on it, yes. Yes. He's got it. Morgan? I don't think so. No, we got two yeses, two noes. Ray? He 100% has it. It's not just a coincidence that he's having these weird body aches right after his trip to Florida, which is the, right now the hot spot for coronavirus. Okay. We'll see. We'll see you on tomorrow's show. We'll tell you if Eddie <laughs> This is Brooke from Florida. Hi, Bobby. Hi, studio. So this is a full circle moment. When I was in elementary school, I would go to school and listen to Amy tells a joke. Amy tells a joke. And now I drive my daughter to a daycare and we listen to the morning corny together. It's just crazy to think that I've been listening to you almost my whole life. Thank you. Bye. Love you. She sounds like she could be our age. Cool. Because you're 39. Yeah. I don't know if that's accurate. Why? We've been doing the show, what? I mean, I'm forever young. That's why. She's obviously younger than us. Yeah. And then what was she in? Middle? Uh, she's at elementary school. Elementary school? What year okay, did you so. and I start doing the show together? 2006. Mm-hmm. And then, because you were 25 then? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Tw- yeah, 25. I just turned 25. And it still said she was eight. Okay, that's yeah. 18 years. 18 24, years. she has a kid. Maybe so. She has an old, older voice, though. Mature voice mature, for a 24-year-old. Mature. That's all we're saying. Yeah. Here's Sam and Kelly from Arkansas. Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. We're seniors at UCA, and we're taking our MCAT in August to apply to medical school. We're wondering if you have any advice for us before we take our test. We can't wait for you to be governor of Arkansas. Love, Love you. All hey, nice. Um, Yeah, of course. Uh, is this going to sound, because the simple things are often simple for a reason, the most important things. First of all, you got to get sleep because your hormones will be out of whack if you're not getting the right amount of sleep. You have to eat, right? Because if you don't, your blood sugar could be wrong. And all that stuff affects how you think and how you move. So you're smart. You're taking an MCAT. I don't even know what an MCAT is. What is that, a lawyer test? I'm, medical school. want to be doctors. Oh, yeah, medical school. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. I'm the idiot. You know this stuff. Uh, yeah, it's always that. And Drink water, to, hydrate. And talk to someone who took it last year. Your brain needs water. A very recent version of it. And blueberries. Okay, well, we're on different paths now, but that's what I would say. Do all those things that we just talked about there. All right, I'm going to play you the guitar part from a country song, Amy. See if you can name the song. You ready? Okay. Now, these are just isolated guitar, and these are very famous country songs. No singing, no other instruments. See if you can name the song. Number one. A little mandolin in there. Listen to that one for a second. What is that? Wagon wheel? Yeah. Darius Wagon wheel. Good job. All right, see if you can name this one. 
Sweet Home Alabama. No. Oh, that's the one that sounds like it. It's Kid Rock all summer long. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it has both of them in there. Yeah. Here's a clip of that. Oh, I hear it now. Yeah, hear it. Nice. Mm-hmm. See if you can name this one. Number three. Mm-hmm. No booms and claps in that, though. Yeah. Do you know that one? Mm-hmm. What is that? Uh, whose bed have your boots been under? Any man of mine. Oh. <laughs> it is Shania, but any man okay. of mine. Okay. Name Sorry. this one. Is that Gary? No. Listen. Oh, Dirks? Yeah, what's the song? Uh, this is hard. Hold on. She was a sweet salmon jammer from southern Alabama. That's not a damn for a nine-pound hammer. What was I thinking? Yeah, there you go. What was I thinking? All right, one more. Can you name this one? Oh, Rascal Flats. Nice. What's that song? Life is a Highway. Wow. You nailed that one. You got four to five. Nice. I don't warm up. You get a reward. Did you see the woman who ran into the bear running, by the way? No. She was running on a trail, and she turned a, like a corner and right into a bear. Why? What did she do? And they both rolled down a hill. <gasps> what? I, I saw this yesterday on Twitter. A woman in her 30s sought medical help for minor injuries after she collided with a bear while running on a trail at Glacier National Park. The stats of the woman was on a trail. She's a runner. Huckleberry Lookout Trail. 9 a.m., about four miles down the trail. She was running with two other people, and she was the lead runner when her and the bear collided and tumbled together off the trail. Oh, my gosh. Once separated, the bear ran off. The woman and her two friends walked down the trail and met rangers. The bear and the woman are okay, and hopefully they're not going to chase a bear down to kill the bear because the bear didn't do anything except be in the trail. And here's the thing about animals, too. Even animals you don't like, even snakes. Snakes, bears, any animal, you're like, ooh. They don't want you as much as you don't want them. The only reason a bear would even attack or a snake would even attack is if it's threatened or if it's starving. It's just like a human. Like, we're not walking around just trying to fight people, mostly. But if we're threatened, we fight. And if we're hungry or somebody with us is hungry, you know, we fight. But the woman had minor injuries to her head and her arm. And they're, they've, they're not closing anything down. They were just like, that's unfortunate. But just imagine you're running and then, wham, right into a bear. Isn't that no, crazy? That would, I would freak out. Yeah. You know, I've been fascinated with germs for years and years. You know, before Corona, I was the guy that was always wearing sleeves just so I didn't have to touch door handles. And I would wear masks on airplanes and be made fun of. Oh, how the world comes back around. Mm-hmm. Your boy over here doesn't look like such a crazy guy now, does he? Definitely not. Thank you. But I like to read these stories. A surprise germ source in your house is the toothbrush holder. Why? The toothbrush holder, experts say you should rinse it daily and run it through the dishwasher once a week or so because of the toilet stuff coming out, because it's sitting in the bathroom, and it's also onto a thing, your hands on it, and it's also holding on something that goes in your mouth. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, um, but people should shut the lid before they flush. I get it. We should. I should do a lot of things. I got roasted yesterday for laughing about Caitlin falling in the toilet. Mm-hmm. I didn't laugh because I thought I was right. I just thought it was funny when she came out and said she fell in so deep and went to her knee. I laughed, but I'm doing better. <laughs> I'm working on myself. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So there's this guy on Reddit, and his girlfriend recently moved in with him. But now he has this new house rule. 
He doesn't get into his bed without taking a shower every single night. And he's demanding now she does the same. <laughs> so he took it to Reddit to see if he was the bad guy for requiring his girlfriend to shower before bed. Well, I don't think he's the bad guy. I think it's... Uh, That's what he wants to know, It's an though. interesting ask. I'm going to say no, he's not the bad guy. Now, in a flip of that, my girlfriend will not get in the bed herself unless she takes a shower beforehand. So I have friends like that, too. She doesn't require me to. I think it's encouraged. But she doesn't require me to. Um, but I'm going to say no, not the bad guy. Interesting request. And I would say if she's going to do it, she can go to him and go, this is a negotiation. I'm happy to do it. But you must now do something that makes me feel more comfortable. Yeah, she maybe needs to take something to him. She's offended by it. She feels as though he is saying she's dirty or something. If it something. was just about her, I could see that. Mm -hmm. If he made this rule up just about her. But no, no, it's just you know, he has a pre-bed shower ritual. Speaking of living with someone, for the first time yesterday, I was sitting on the toilet and Caitlin walked in. Cool. Yeah, it's the first time it's happened to us. It, I, it's a, well, and I didn't did much, you have the door shut? Yeah. I don't, I don't think she thought I was in there. Oh. And then, so what'd you do? I was I don't care about that stuff. What'd she do? Didn't react strongly in any way. She was like, I was just getting some Band-Aids because she has a blister on her foot. Uh -huh. And uh, I was like, She's well, like, okay. there we go. I just, I'm not, I'm not scared of that. I don't hide from it. It's just not something that I'm like all about. Right. And well, but and it's your first time. And I don't fart on her. Time. But I don't fart on anybody. Like Lunchbox's thing is farting. Yeah, it's not He likes thing. that. That's his yeah, thing. Yeah, it's funny. He'll do it here. I'm not like that even with dudes for the most part. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, we had a, a moment yesterday. Wow, yeah, that's a big thing. She, she saw me poop. All right. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> so, well, Jennifer Aniston and Katy Perry had a moment. A little Jennifer bit different. Okay. Uh, Katy asked Jennifer to be her daughter's godmother. So Jennifer Aniston is already the godmother to Coco, which is Courtney Cox and David Arquette's daughter, who's 16 yeah, years old now. I saw a video on Instagram. She's an older kid now. Yeah, 16. So she knows how to do the whole godmother thing. And I guess her and Katy Perry are super close. They became friends about 10 years ago. And even during coronavirus, they've been going on tons of walks together. Like they social probably live distance. by each other. Social yeah. distance walks. Uh, but Katie's giving birth in a couple of weeks, and she has appointed or anointed Jennifer the godmother. All right. And what, Jennifer accepted. What else you got? Well, you know, I just feel like with relationships, especially in the country music world, there's a lot that are falling apart. So I thought I would highlight one that's going strong. Go ahead. Shout out Carrie Underwood and Mike Fisher. They recently celebrated 10 years of marriage and they posted some photos. They celebrated each other online on Instagram. And yeah, they got married July 10th, 2010. So it's been officially 10 years. You know, I'm going to bring this up. It's about Raymundo. I forgot about it. What? Amy, until you bring this. I saw Ray post something on someone's Instagram. <laughs> Ray, turn your mic up. That was so funny and so, it was, I would have never said this. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And then he took it down. He, yeah, yeah. he, he deleted it from his own page. Ooh, Correct. I'll tell celebrity? you coming out. Yes. And he, this celebrity. Was it Sam Hunt? Hold on. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Ray posted something on a, on a, a country music stars page. And I LOL'd when I saw it and I was like, oh. Okay, and hold then, on. hold on. Ugh. And then I went back to look and the guy had, had taken it down. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you in the next but, 20 minutes. All right. But it was a little bit ago. I'm not saying anything else. I, I think it, I know what you're talking about, though. <laughs> did you see it? It, is it, it was it the, uh, don't, don't, the celebrity don't, uh, and uh, their don't, significant other doing something? No more. Why are you doing oh, this? Because I want to know if I'm thinking the same well, thing. Well, I'll tell you in 20 minutes. 
Okay, fine. I'll write it down okay. so that way you know I. Right before Brett Eldridge comes in, I'll share the story. Okay, I'm Amy. That's my pile. Okay, back in the second. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news with Bobby. Tell me something good. A rescue dog in Tennessee became a hero when she alerted her owner to a house fire next door. Rue, three years old, woke up her owner Jeff LaCates with frantic and unusual barks, according to the Franklin Fire Department. When he opened the door, the dog ran out, and then he saw his neighbors burning at the direction the dog was running. So he goes next door, he bangs on the door, he woke up the family, there were three people in the house and their pets, everybody got out, and he's like, holy crap, none of this would have happened if it wasn't for that dog. Isn't that crazy? And by the way, the woman whose house caught fire, she's a dog groomer who helped him adopt the dog 15 months ago. It all comes back around. Yep. My dog would not do that. My dog would see a fire in my house or next door and just go and scrape his arm on the food closet (laughs) trying to get dog food. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Did you know now you can pin Instagram comments? I heard about that. I haven't personally done it myself. I have a couple times because most times people will say really mean stuff to get people to comment or like it, and then it goes to the top of your page. Uh-huh. So if I just pin a couple of the top, it doesn't happen. Oh, I thought you were going to say you pin the mean ones, but no, you no, pin, pin better a- ones. Yes. Got it. Because I don't want people trolling and then being rewarded for trolling. I don't mm-hmm. mind the mean ones, but I posted a video uh, two days ago. And I haven't shaved in about a week or so. I try to shave closer to any kind of shoots that I do because my sometimes my skin will break out. And people are just ripping me because of my bad beard. You can't help that. And your beard isn't bad I anyways. can't help my face is ugly, okay? I, I, God gave me this face. Yeah. What's wrong with people? What's wrong with people? All right, time for uh, Amy's Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. What did people say about the couple who had the same shoe size? I don't know what they say. That they were soulmates. Nice. <laughs> that was the morning corny. So Michael Ray, here's a clip of Michael Ray's music. It's a good song. I like that song. Yeah. And so I was looking at Michael Ray's Instagram, and he's holding a bottle of some kind of water. And it's just him holding a bottle of water. And he goes, you know I love this kind of water. It's now available, blah, blah, blah. And then Raymundo, our audio producer, he he puts in a comment, but will you still love it in eight months? <laughs> <laughs> Which, well, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> because Ray, Michael Ray, a lot of Rays here. Michael Ray was married to Carly Pierce for eight months. That's a home run. That's a home run. I mean, it is hilarious. So then Michael Ray deletes it from his page. Did he reach out to you at all? No, he didn't. I was a little butthurt about that because me and my fiance (laughs) were watching it and we saw all the likes that were coming in and then it got removed from his page. It got so many likes it was getting elevated to the top of the page is how I saw it. Which was great. It came to me in the moment. I knew it was going to be a hit, but then, yeah, he, did, he he was offended by it. You don't feel bad that you made a joke about a div- his divorce? Um, When it's that short of one, I just feel like they kind of made a joke of it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, that you got to vet somebody better than that. Anybody can get be with somebody for eight months. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, I, I saw it, laughed out loud, then thought, oof, that's low. Too low or... or I mean, probably. So, go ahead. I mean, because I think really Ray's funny. so funny. Uh, it's. But that was also like a trolling comment. If it would have. 
But also, I guess because I know if I didn't know Ray, I'd be like, oh, yeah, troll. But I know Ray's not a troll. I know he's just funny. <laughs> so he was just putting it out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. I feel like, you know, every they're probably even though it was eight months, there's a lot of hurt happening for both of them, I'm sure. And it wasn't easy. So probably low. Lunchbox? No, never too low. If you, if you go out there and you publicize your marriage, sorry, never too low. Great job, Ray. It was funny, but I wouldn't have posted it. Did you get any followers from it? Uh, no, not oh. really. Uh, my fiance approved of it. Usually she's politically correct and says don't do that, but yeah. she was fine with it. Right. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So definitely got a shout out to this 16-year-old named Hetty Price Bailey from North Carolina. She normally is super involved in sports and activities in school, but with coronavirus, all that came to a halt. And she found herself with a lot of time on her hands and she thought, okay, I want to use this time to help others. I want to use time to help kids. So she started Hetty's Smile Boxes and she fills the boxes up with stuff that the kids like and sends them to them. She wants to spread joy and people can nominate kids in their community that are deserving of these joy boxes. And she picks, once they're not, she goes through the nomination, she picks someone out, then she researches them to find out what toys they like, Dang. what box would they would really enjoy opening and then makes them a handmade card. And she even started like a GoFundMe so she could start afford, like have a way to afford to buy everything for the boxes. So super cool. Her Instagram is at Hetty's Smile Boxes. At Hetty's Smile Boxes. H-E-T-T-I-S. Oh, cool. I'll check it out. Anyway, that's great. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. So I got a call yesterday from a friend going, hey, I just talked to someone who was duped out of uh, thousands of dollars because someone claimed they were you and she was sending them money. What? So let me say, first of all, I'm not asking for money from anybody. Unless we're like, hey, we're doing, and you hear me actually say it with my voice. Like, I'm not asking for money. So supposedly she was helping a guy get back from Haiti, and then he was stranded in Houston. The person that she thought was me was asking to, to get him back. It all started during the St. Jude Radiothon. Sent gift cards to patients at St. Jude. The person was emailing her multiple times a day. He'd order a bunch of stolen merchandise to her house and then have her ship it to him. She's older, definitely thought it was me until a few days ago. She realized it was possibly a scam when you didn't meet up with her when you and Caitlin traveled uh, to Little Rock around the 4th of July. But it's thousands of dollars. Oh my goodness, that's terrible. They say, I just don't know if there's a way they can get back the thousands of dollars. They have all the emails and the IP addresses, but it's probably somebody from another country. I'm not asking for anything. Mm -mm. Here's a note that the person sent her acting like me when they sent her flowers, because they were sending her flowers too. Oh, wow. Where the note says, couldn't make it because of news... From Haiti, a little more time, please. Bobby Bones. What? And dang, they're using the Haiti angle. So don't believe anyone on Instagram that doesn't have a blue check mark is he is messaging you, not even asking for money. But that's the thing now where they're creating all these accounts in other countries, mostly in other countries. And they're going, Hey, you know, I'm Joe Don Rooney from Rascal Flats. I'm Eric Church. This is my secret account. I want to talk to my real fans on this account, unless they have a blue check mark. It ain't them. It ain't me. I'm not asking for anything like this. We'll do stuff for veterans or St. Jude, but the money goes to them. Right. It wouldn't go through you or any other. You don't mail it in somewhere. They even had her send a gift card to someone in Los Angeles as a thank you for doing Caitlin's makeup for a party. What? So they found all these ways to get money from this person. Oh, that's so sad. I mean, I appreciate her 
looking out for me. Right. <laughs> but it sucks. Just, there's a lot of people in a lot of different ways trying to, to, to get over on folks right now. But especially if they're reaching out online, make sure they have that blue check mark. Mm-hmm. Double check, triple check. Anyway, I just got that message. I thought I would. Because they'll make accounts look exactly like yours, like with an underscore, but all your same pictures. I got a friend, a message from one of my close friends going, hey, is this you? And it was Mr. Baba Bob Bones. There was no why. Because mm. my name's Mr. Bobby Bones on Instagram. Yeah. But yeah, that stinks, huh? God, they were sending her flowers. Mm-hmm. So crazy. Yeah. That's next level. Yeah. That stinks. Let's go over to Morgan number two and talk about food. It's time for Food World Num 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 with Morgan number two. The chip company Lay's dropped five new flavors and they're all American restaurant inspired. So like dishes at restaurants? Yes, basically. Here, let me see if I like them. Give me the first one. Okay. It's Lay's kettle cooked New York style pizza, which is inspired by Grimaldi's in New York City. I like pizza. What's kettle cooked pizza though? I don't know. Like I like kettle corn. Have you had kettle cooked chips, potato chips? Oh, is it like the way they fry it? Do they fry it? Yes. I'll give that a. Oh. Yeah, that's. Okay. Not, I'm not quite sure what that means, but okay, go ahead. And then Nashville hot chicken, inspired by party foul in Nashville. Yeah. I've gotten really wimpy with age. <laughs> I used to be able yeah. to eat hot stuff all the time, and now I'm like, you know, I eat one little pepper and I freak out. I don't know what's about the. I like about. hot chicken okay. I feel like some, it's very, some people make it very extra now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're like, what if we do hot chicken, but it's, you know, on top of a platypus roasted. And you're like, no, no, just give me the chicken. You don't need all that, you know. <laughs> um, I'll go, okay, go ahead. It's like, hold on. It's like whenever people make these, um, what's the vegetable, the, the green vegetable that's real bitter, but people do so much stuff on it? Brussels sprouts. Mm. People are like, you got to love our Brussels sprouts. But then they're in caramel, you know, covered in uh, uh, honeycomb cereal. Like like, we don't even like the Brussels sprouts. It's it's what you're doing to it. I'll give that the okay. What else? Lay's Philly cheesesteak. So it's inspired by a place in Philadelphia. Go ahead. Lay's wavy carnitas street taco. Okay, good. And Lay's chili. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. I know it. Chili Reliano. Chili Reliano. Ran though. <laughs> oh my yeah, yeah. I don't know what that Wait, is. Wait, but what was the one before that? The carnitas. <laughs> <laughs> the Lay's Wavy Carnitas Street Talk. Carnitas. Like, uh, uh, Mike, isn't carnitas like a baby goat head? No, it's pig. Oh, pig. Okay. <laughs> what is the what is the part that's like the the head of the cow or something? Like my dad used to always love that meat and it's like eat eat a carbone taco or something. No? I don't know, but it's like my dad would say it's the best part of the cow and it's like in its head or the goat. I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, Morgan, is that it? Yeah. They're at uh, retailers this week if you want to try them. Oh, All right. Yum. Thank you very much. That was Food World with Morgan number two. Nom, nom, nom. My girlfriend has the craziest talent. I posted this on Instagram yesterday. She, you can say a word to her. She can spell it forward and then backward immediately. It's crazy. She sees the word. And so you can give her a long word. This is a clip from us in the car. The word is Starbucks. Go. S-T-A-R-B-U-C-K-S-S-K-C-U-B-R-A-T-S. The next word is baseball. B-A-S-E-B-A-L-L-L-L-A-B-E-S-A-B. That's crazy! Okay, let's do one more. Okay. Cabinet. I am not spelling wrong. C-A-B-I-N-E-T-T-E-N-I-B-A-C. What is happening here? I mean, that's a really cool party trick. 
And I said, how do you do that? She goes, what do you mean? I said, how do you spell out forward and backward? She goes, well, if I can spell out forward, I, I, I see all the letters, and then I just look at them and go backward. No, my I don't do that. And she said, do you oh. not see words? I said, no. She was like, well, how do you think? I said, well, my problem is I'm not a good talker because when I'm talking in my head, I'm three sentences ahead of where my mouth is. And so a lot of times it'll come out like this because I'm rolling different, but I don't, but I still can't see words. Yeah. But she does it fast too. Mm. Yeah. And people were like, is that a trick? No, that was her in the car right there. We, I just pulled the phone up. Isn't that wild? Mm, totally. You know, we watched <laughs> I tried to last do it, night was uh, the first episode of Unsolved Mysteries. What'd you think? Great. Ray Riviera. Yeah. He's the first one. Yeah. It's so sad. It's really just a documentary. An unsolved one. Yes. I mean, but it's it's put together really well. Really well. Even if you didn't watch Unsolved Mysteries in the past, I think you'll like this show. The thing is, it finished, that Ray Riviera one, mm-hmm. and I didn't like how it felt. How you felt? Yeah. Was, Why? Because there wasn't, wasn't complete? Because I was scared. Yes, I know, and the music is scary, right? <laughs> I was a little scared. And then there's and that I get face. nightmares. Yes. It's like Unsolved Mysteries. It's not horror. Well, no, but, it, well, have you watched the second? You haven't watched the second mm. one yet. He was, so this guy was killed and you're trying to figure out what happened to him. Or he did, or he killed Mysteri- himself. Mysterious, no, right. he did not kill himself. I don't want to spoil it for listeners. Okay. But I'm saying that he ends up dead and you don't know how. But Mysteriously. I, 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 it was a, I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was good. I'll watch the second one. I just need to watch that crap in daylight. I agree. So we had to watch, we, I needed a palate cleanser. So we watched uh, Idiot Abroad, which is the, you ever see that show? Mm-mm. It's a little older now. Mm-hmm. Ricky Gervais, they sent it one of their buddies to all the places around the world. And it was funny and laughed, and I felt better about going to sleep. I did that. And then, you know what? I tried to watch The Floor is Lava because Mike D said it's pretty good. That show's terrible. The Floor is Lava. If there was real lava, that would be a good show. I didn't like The Floor is Lava. You just pretend it's lava? Well, it's like orange water. Okay. And then if you're just trying to jump across things to make it. Morgan, do you watch Floors Lava? No, I haven't watched that oh, one I saw yet. you laugh over there. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fine. It's fine. Um, how many how many uh, episodes in are, of that show are you? Two and a half. We watch half of the third one because second one is also good. It feels weird saying it's good because people yeah. had died, but it's put, done really well. I'll say it like that. And hopefully they can get the mystery solved by putting these stories out there. But the third one, I, we got to make, make our way through. It's in subtitles because it's an unsolved mystery from France. Ooh, Parasite. French Parasite. Oh. No, no. But apparently whatever happened to this family in France, it's crazy. Like yeah. people over there freak out about it. We were either going to watch Jeffrey Epstein or Unsolved Mysteries. And we chose Unsolved Mysteries because it's kind of the bigger thing right now. Yeah. Did Ep- you watch the Epstein? Yeah, I've, I listened to the Epstein podcast and watched the Netflix, so I did both. The podcast I'm listening to now called Presidential. Mm-hmm. So, oh, have they? Are, were those presidents friends with Epstein? No, because we're. I, I'm on in, William Henry Harrison. Okay. Right now, and so you're talking about you know one of the first ten presidents. So William Henry Harrison goes out. This is my little fact of the day. He goes out and gives the longest inaugural speech of all time. It's snowing, it's wet, it's cold. He doesn't wear a coat because he doesn't want to look weak. Longest inaugural speech ever. Dies 36 days, 30-something days later. Of a cold? Of Yeah, or basically pneumonia. <laughs> Shortest presidential term ever. I mean, wear a jacket, people. Yeah, yeah you're just eight. Oh, back in the old I days. I don't even know that was a president. But I, you know, unsolved That's a mystery. funny game, Mike. We should write that. Yeah. Is, was it a president or is it a... <sighs> 
Just a random a, person? Or a be- or a famous musician from the 60s. What was his name? William Henry Harrison. Yeah, I'd be like, oh yeah, was he in the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> One in four kids, six and under, have a smartphone. What's your reaction to that? I don't think anybody at six needs a smartphone. For sure not younger than six. You don't need a smartphone. Where are you going where you're six and you need a phone? I don't think the phone, though, is mostly about talking on the phone. Is it about games and tablet type stuff? I don't use my phone for phone much. It's just a little computer I walk around with. Okay. Because I could see, yeah, I guess if it's a tablet. My son at seven had a tablet with apps. Like, in, you know, so there. Parents said they made the purchase because either A, just their kids asked, or B, <laughs> they did it so the little one stayed entertained. Oh my gosh. Well, what did we do? We didn't have that stuff. Well, we didn't have a lot. And then that's also like our parents going, we didn't get to watch TV all the time. Mm-hmm. All relative to the generation you grew up in. But I just thought that was a pretty but high is, number. It's fun to say that when you're a parent. Is it? Do you want to know what it was like for us when we were kids? We, we didn't have this. And what do your kids do? Roll their eyes? Yeah. Well, they mostly don't understand, especially when I say we didn't have the internet. It just wasn't a thing. We didn't have we a computer. None of that was in the house until much old later in my life. What's up with your new house, by the way? Do, they, do your kids like it? Oh, they love it. Yeah? Yeah, they were so excited. The first night they spent the night in it, they could not go to bed, and they woke up at 5 a.m. the next day because they just couldn't sleep. And they got up, they got dressed, they came downstairs, knocked on our door. They are like, hey, and stuff, she was 13. She could sleep till noon if we let her. And she was up at 5 a.m., organizing her closet after she woke us up, of course. Were you worried that because that's the only house they've lived in since they were adopted, that that would be weird yes. for them? Mm-hmm. And their therapist even said we should watch out for that type of change and it might cause, it might trigger some stuff and we need to be prepared for it. So I was doing all the things to be prepared and they are totally fine, <laughs> doing good. So I feel, I feel good about that. And my husband really is enjoying it. I think as a family, it's going to be a good place for us. What does your husband like about it the most? Oh, well, we had no idea when we bought it that it's in the flight path for the airport. So uh, he was in the backyard and kept seeing airplanes and then more and more airplanes. And yeah, it's like literally somewhere between approaching the airport or taking off or something. Our house is gets so many flights above it. And he's a pilot. And he's a pilot and he loves airplanes. Anytime we're anywhere, if there's an airplane, he can hear it or we see one, we have to stop what we're doing and look up and he can identify the airplane immediately, what kind it is. Like I can barely even see it. I'll know if it's a Southwest plane maybe, but let's say it's not, it's like a smaller plane, like a more of a private plane. He, He can know the, everything about it. And I'm like, oh. so it just really excites him. So he's like, we're never moving. This is amazing. How's your kitchen? It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love it. We, it's a kitchen. It's open into the living room, which I, is something we've always wanted because as a family, we just like that vibe of having a big open space. And so we're, that's where we hang out the most, I yeah. think, is our kitchen living room. Yeah. I was in the kitchen yesterday, a bunch at the house. Caitlin loves to cook. And so she made, she spent six hours making this pork butt. Mm. Did you know pork butt's not the butt? It's the shoulder. Fun fact. Mm. I don't know why people call it the butt, but pork butt is the shoulder of the pig. Yeah, why don't they call it pork shoulder? I don't know. Maybe the butt, because when you say pork butt, I'm like, mm, I bet that's tasty. Because mm-hmm. you think fat butt on a pig? Yeah. Um, She spent six hours making pork butt and she, she put in a, I don't know what she did, but she worked hard. It was great. And then we 
I ate it again for breakfast this morning too. I had uh, breakfast tacos with the pork. It's pork butt tacos. It's just not a. Here we go. Apparently, butts are named after the barrels pork used to be stored in around the time of the Revolutionary War. Oh. They were called butts, and the reason butts are often called Boston butts is because they were considered a New England specialty. So a pork butt is not a butt. That's what we had though for Learn dinner. Learn something new every day. We did pork butt, and then she takes. What's the kind of lettucey? It's not lettuce. It's like. You mean like an herb? No, it's you make a salad. She makes a salad out of this stuff. It's not lettuce. Arugula. arugula. That's that it. That is lettuce. Okay, arugula. is that lettuce? Yeah. She did. I, arugula arugula kinda, is so awesome. It it's nutty. Bitter to me. No, it's nutty. So I'm not a big arugula fan, but she took arugula mm-hmm. and then put Parmesan cheese on it mm-hmm. and mix lemon juice and a little bit of olive oil. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a great salad. So good. So she did that, made okra, which she's growing now too, and did pork butt. Okra fried or just steamed? Um, I'll do both. I love them both. But we, she also had, she bought yellow sweet potatoes, which I didn't know there was such a thing. You ever had those? Yeah. What is happening right now in my white world? white or yellow? I don't know. They were just not orange. They weren't orange. I cut it open. I was like, oh, There's not. like Japanese. There's purple ones. Did you know there's purple? Hmm. I wouldn't eat that. I don't think it was bad. <laughs> but I never was cooked for in my life. Yeah, that's true. So I've never had someone actually cook meals for me. Like growing up as a kid, we didn't, everything was a TV dinner or Something we we sometimes we would get lunch at school, free lunch, and we take some home and have it for dinner too. Mm-hmm. But my nobody ever cooked for us, so to have someone that actually cooks meals maybe isn't just so much about the food; it's about the time and the caring that goes into making the meal. The whole experience. Cause, yeah, because yeah. as a kid, I never got cooked for. And then when I was a single guy, I didn't learn to cook, and I just ordered out or did bologna sandwich or something, you know. But. Yeah. I know. It's Damn. a whole new life for your guy over here. I know. Six hours on a... She, yeah. I'm like trying to remember the last time I spent more than an hour on food. She That's like a, a hobby, though. Yeah, it's she's way more her. into it than yeah, I yeah, am. Yeah. yeah. All right, tell me how to feel closer to my significant other. Well, first of all, you need to just listen, which sounds really simple, but I have tips on how you should actually listen. Okay. First of all, you need to put your phone away if your partner is sharing something with you. Yeah, okay. We try to do that at dinner. Right, but like say she comes to you not at dinner and you've got your phone but out. But here's the thing. I look, I research on my phone while she's telling me so I can look up answers. Like here's okay. what you can do. Look, this is coming from the experts oh. that say you need to listen to your partner. Ways you can signal that you care are putting your phone down. Nice. Then offering your undivided attention, which would also mean you're not Googling what she's talking about. Okay. Making eye contact and then following up on what you hear. Okay, easy, done. Consider yeah. it done. I'm going to be a great listener now. Well, because some people would say, oh, yeah, yeah, I listened. I was in the same room and she was talking. You know, like I heard everything you said, but really you didn't show that you cared. You know what I do with my phone? I keep it face down all the time. So I'm not uh, distracted. bothered, distracted by it lighting up. And then I read these stories that are like, if your man keeps the phone face down, he's probably cheating on you. And I'm like, that's not true at all. I keep my phone. Like that. I think so. She when knows. I'm talking to her, I'm. She knows that's why you do that. You don't need to worry about that. The heck's wrong with people? Right? These articles. Yeah. Trying to get us good guys in trouble. Just tell her in advance. I know you see my phone down, and then you maybe saw that article on Twitter, but I have it down because I respect you. Say that. I don't, I don't bring it up because I don't even want her to think anything about it. Oh, but I just you don't think she art- hasn't no. seen the articles too? I don't know what she sees. Oh, okay. Mostly she listens to some podcast called The Morning Toast or something. 
Anybody know that podcast? I don't know, but apparently she'll, she didn't listen to this show. She listens to the Morning Toast every day. What does that do for and her? No idea. Does but it give her up to date? I don't know, but she's always like, I shouldn't even say it on the air because people should listen to that, not us. But I should, uh, she's like, they, they said this this morning. On, I, I think it's a bunch of girls talking about tampons and stuff. I don't know. Is that what you think we talk about? Yeah. Important <laughs> stuff like tampons? Apparently it's uh, take a bite out of Morning Toast. Oh, it's after we get off the air. But it's a podcast. With no job and wait, with girl with no job and Jackie O. Oh, oh they look it says nice. good morning, millennials. <laughs> anyway, is she a millennial or Jen? She's a millennial. Oh. The, I was looking this up. What millennials are mm-hmm. really like? The specific definition is 1980 to 19. Whatever I know where the ending date is. Do we know? So yeah, yes, it says. Um, here we go. Millennials were born 1980 to 1994. They're currently between 26 and 40 years old. I don't like being a millennial. I was holding on tight to that Gen X. But the official deal here is 1980 to 1994. That's us. You're a millennial. Morgan, are you on the edge of it, the backside? Yeah, I'm 93, so yeah, backside of it. So then what's after millennials? Z? Is that what it is? Wait, so what I... So what's Y? Oh, why are millennials? Yeah. Okay, so it's X, Gen Y, and millennials are the same oh, thing. So confusing. And Gen Z. So we're on. also Gen Y. Yes. Okay, I never refer to myself as that. I never refer to myself as a millennial. I'm always. I like, do. I was always like, I'm at the tail end of Gen X. <laughs> no, I like being a millennial. All right, um, that's the deal. I don't know those girls from Morning Toast, but I bet they do a good show. Cause do you ever hear it? You don't hear it? No, I just no. looked it up. I haven't ever heard of it. All right. But uh, I'm about to check it out. We're done. <laughs> Just kidding. During the show. <laughs> we're done. That's it. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Yeah. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones Show.